Yo, today's QOD is I refuse to die an unlived life. Here we go. Welcome back to the Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. We got our main man, Les Brown, on the show today for your Motivation Monday. And today, Les is going to talk about staying hungry for the thing that you want. We've talked about this on previous episodes about having that burning desire. When you've got a burning desire, you are hungry for the thing that you want. And you will continue to keep trying. You will keep showing up even when the answer is no. Les Brown's coming up. The other thing is, let us say together, it's worth it. Yeah, see, I think, and write this down, you got to find five reasons that will make it worth it for you. Five reasons. What will make it worth it for you? Mine was, I want to take care of my mother. Mine was, I want to do something with my life. What will make it worth it for you? Mine is, I want to leave a legacy. Mine is, I refuse to die an unlived life. What will make it worth it for you? Repeat after me, please. You got to be hungry. Mr. Washington said, Mr. Brown, what do you want to do with your life, sir? I want to become a disc jockey. Is that right? Yes, sir. Good. Mr. Brown, you got to be hungry. He said, I want you to listen to Paul Harvey. He's the world's greatest communicator. Always find a coach or mentor, someone that's doing what it is you want to do. Watch them. Listen to how he does the rest of the story. Listen to his voice, Mr. Brown. Develop your mind and develop your communication skills because once you open your mouth, young man, you tell the world who you are. And don't forget, Mr. Brown, you got to be hungry. Take the time to develop yourself. So I started training and working on myself. And then pretty soon I came to him. I said, Sir, I've been working on myself. I've done the things that you told me to do. I listen to Earl Nightingale all the time and Zig, and and I've been reading Dr. Norman Vincent Peale's book, and and I'm ready. I I practice every day two and three hours, sir. Is that right? Yes, sir. Very good, Mr. Brown. You got to be hungry. I said, why do you continue to say that? People that are hungry are unstoppable, Mr. Brown. People that are hungry, no excuse is acceptable. Go out and face the music, young man, and don't forget, stay hungry. And make no your vitamin. I went to apply for a job on Miami Beach. Milton Butterball Smith was the program director. Hello, Mr. Butterball. How are you, sir? My name is Les Brown, sir. I like to be a disc jockey. He said, young man, you have any journalism in your background? No, sir, I don't. You have any experience in broadcasting? No, sir, I don't. He said, I'm sorry, we don't have any job for you. I went back and I, I told Mr. Washington. I was devastated. I said, Mr. Washington... They said, no, they wouldn't even allow me to to audition for them, sir. Mr. Brown, don't take it personally. I told you, make no your vitamin. Most people are so negative, they have to say no seven times before they say yes. Be unstoppable, Mr. Brown. You got to be hungry. Go back again. Yes, sir. Hello, Mr. Butterball. How are you, sir? My name is Les Brown, sir. I like to be a disc jockey. Young man, weren't you here yesterday? Yes, sir, I was. Didn't I tell you no yesterday? Yes, sir, you did. Then why are you back today? Well, sir, I didn't know whether or not somebody was laid off or somebody was fired, sir. Nobody was laid off or fired. Now, get on out of here. I came back the next day. Hello, Mr. Butterball. How are you, sir? My name is Les Brown, sir. I like to be a disc jockey. I know what your name is. Weren't you here the last two days? 
Yes, sir, I was. D didn't I tell you no the last two days? Yes, sir, you did. Then why are you back today? Well, sir, I, I didn't know whether or not someone got sick because someone died, sir. No one got sick or died. No one was laid off a fire. Now, don't you come back here again. I came back the next day talking loud, looking happy like I see you for the first time. Hello, Mr. Vanderval. How are you? He looked at me with rage. He said, go get me some coffee. I said, yes, sir. <laughs> so I became the errand boy for the disc jockeys. I'd go get their lunch and their dinner, and I'd stand in the control room, memorizing their hand movements on the control board and all the instruments, learning everything that I could because I expected to be behind, to be behind that microphone. Then one day, it was a Saturday afternoon, and a disc jockey by the name of Rockin' Roger was drinking while he was on the air. Rockin' Roger got so drunk, he started slurring his words. He was about to fall off the chair. He obviously could not complete his program. And there I was, looking at him through the control room window. A Saturday afternoon, I was the only one there, young, ready, and hungry. <laughs> Walking back and forth saying, drink, rock, drink. Drink, rock. I'd have gone get him some more if he'd asked me to. <laughs> then pretty soon the phone rang. It was the general manager, and I answered the phone. I said, hello. He said, young boy, this is Mr. Klein. I said, I know. He said, rock can't finish his program. I said, I know. He said, would you call one of the other DJs in? I said, yes, sir. I hung the phone up. I said, you must be think I'm crazy. <laughs> I called my mom and my girlfriend, Cassandra, and said, y'all come out on the front porch and turn up the radio. I'm about to come on air. <laughs> I waited for about 20 minutes, and I called him back. I said, Mr. Klein, I can't find nobody. He said, young boy, you know how to work the controls? I said, yes, sir. He said, go in there and segue the records, but don't say nothing here. I said, yes, sir. <laughs> I could wait to get old Rock out of the way. I put on a fast record. I said, look out, this is me, LB, Triple P, Les Brown, your platter playing papa. There were none before me, and there will be none after me. Therefore, that makes me the one and only. Young and single and love to mingle, certified, bonafide, doubly qualified to bring you satisfaction and a whole lot of action. Look out, baby, I'm your love man. I was hungry. The people that want to step into their greatness are hungry. Shake someone's hand on your right and left and say, you got to be hungry. <laughs> what is your legacy? What will your statement be? Resolve every day. Read it every day. I refuse to die and unlive life. I like to leave this with you that mama used to love to hear me say. She said, boy, say that thing for me, and I dedicate this to you, to the greatness that's within you, because it's there. And it says simply this. If you want a thing bad enough to go out and fight for it, to work day and night for it, to give up your time, your peace, and sleep for it, if all that you dream and scheme is about it, and life seems useless and worthless without it. And if you gladly sweat for it and fret for it and plan for it and lose all your terror of the opposition for it, and if you simply go after that thing that you want with all of your capacity, strength and sagacity, faith, hope, and confidence, and stern pertinacity, if neither cold poverty, famish, or gold, sickness or pain of body and brain can keep you away from the thing that you want, have dogged and grim, you besiege and beset it. With the help of God, you'll get it. This has been Mrs. Mamie Brown's baby boy. God bless you and God bless America. You have greatness in you. That was Les Brown. His website is lesbrown.com. You can check out today's entire talk on YouTube. It is called Les Brown. Step into your greatness live 
seminar. All right, my friend, follow me on the Instagram at Sean Croxton. If you just cannot deal with the ads on the show, go to your app store, download the Stitcher app and join Stitcher Premium for as low as $2.99. And you will hear no more ads on the QOD show. All right, my friend, I will see you tomorrow. I am out. Have a great day. Peace. Oh, 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 oh,